0: This is a message to all my supporters of this podcast. I'm introducing a new supporters program. You can contribute a small amount as a one-off payment to show your love for this podcast. Thank you in advance for all your contributions. Hi, my name is Mark Hayward. Uh, this is the Absolute Business Mindset podcast. Um, I would like to welcome you uh, to this podcast. Um, I am a corporate employee with an entrepreneurial mindset and uh, I'm here to share some of my thoughts, ideas and comments. So today I'm going to talk about two books that have had a major impact on my, uh, my life, my business life mainly. The first one is by Seth Godin, which is The Purple Cow. And then the second one is by Gary Vaynerchuk, and it is called Crushing It. So I'm going to talk about uh, The Purple Cow, first by Seth Godin. So Seth Godin has written loads of books. He's well-renowned in marketing worlds and being um, a little bit out there on, on but very intuitive, very clever man, very um, pushes the boundaries um, and uh, is happy to do that in the marketing sphere. Um, but his book on purple, the purple cow was an interesting one because it made you think about having trying to attain a purple cow. So a purple cow is something that is remarkable. He uses the word remarkable a lot um, and is innovative and is... Um, is an amazing uh, product, service, whatever it is, and we all we all want as a businessman to find something remarkable to find our purple cow. So um, he talks about things in the business world which were remarkable. Uh, Starbucks, for example, uh, was one that was truly remarkable, um, and. It, what he tries to say is that every industry is different every every purple cow is different because they all need to be remarkable and they can't cover the same things um he talks about um the the only safe place to be is by doing something risky um he gave an example which i really liked which was the elevators so elevators have been elevators for load of many many years and then they found a purple cow which was the smart uh, elevators where you just pressed a button and and it told you what lift to go to. No one knew they needed that. No one knew that it was the quickest way of being able to get to your floors. Um, it took experimentation, but when they won it, virtually every new uh, building with a le- elevator lift in the UK, we call them, um, has the smart, uh, selection. So sometimes even in the most dullest market, when let's be honest, elevators lifts, uh, the, the sort of market is rather dull in reality. So, um, he talks, um, about, uh, I really liked his um his, his, his idea of sneezers who are the people that that make things viral by using word of mouth and and social media um and it's a, it's a really really interesting way that the sneezers are the people that pass on the viruses so um liked that a lot. I thought that was really clever um, most of the population aren't sneezers uh they most of the people are so saturated with advertising. He talks a lot about advertising and how that has reduced um it considerably so things like the Super Bowl uh halftime advert people are still spending millions and millions of pounds on that when eventually when actually you could get a lot more uh buck uh, bang for your buck, as the Americans call it, bang for your buck uh, by doing something on Google or doing something on Facebook or Instagram, etc. So um, the other thing he talks about, which is very clever marketing is that ads at the moment, especially on TV are, are not focused enough. They're just loud. They're clever. They might be funny. Um, they might be heartfelt, but essentially you are cut. You're trying to market to a two wider audience the 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 audience the population have split into so many different demographics different types of people whether it's age race whether it's uh, demographic whether it's uh, social um and then within that you then break down again so um now marketing and it is is for niches not for the masses anymore, which I thought was really interesting uh, So that he, he says just ignore mass media It's not where the money is It's not where where you're gonna make long-lasting and 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 get purple cows So, um, so I thought that was really interesting um, He he talks very much like him different is best um, <coughs> the cool factor is also an important thing, but, um, but, but basically what he's trying to say is that if you look to market to a whole population, a whole country, you're going to fail because they're already existing. There's Cokes, there's Pepsis, there's Starbucks, there's um, Louis Vuitton, there is all these different types of companies that are majorly this which market for the mass masses and when they did market for the masses that was the the advertising when when we were on tv and radio and you could do that very quickly and 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 get really big really quickly uh starbucks is a prime example they just expanded and expanded and expanded as quickly as they could the great thing about starbucks is the the additional social welfare that they do for their for their business but um but the purple cow is now the modern phenomenon and that is what we need to find remarkable products remarkable people selling products and 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 if you don't do that then you're not going to be successful in this modern world digital world um he talks about starbucks as actually being very remarkable and now not so much remarkable but equally once you've got a purple cow you need to start you need to milk it so uh, another graphic clear um uh example that he gives um i think that's one of the things that you need to just think about is that once you get the purple cow, you, you, you need to, you need to keep on milking it, but equally you might need to then rebrand or, 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 or re-innovate, um, because the moment that you stop innovating and, and, and just rest on your laurels, that's when the business is going to go downhill and not exist in 10 years time. So, um, it's got, you got to think about it in that sort of way. um, So I I really like this book. I think um, it's a really interesting view of how we actually market, how we should be marketing now. And the whole thing of being able to create something remarkable pushes my thought process outside of the boundaries, which my corporate environment encourages. Corporate environments are very constrained and very conservative and and there's little risk or little um sort of innovation in its truest sense i uh, don't get me wrong that in my company there is some really clever really innovative work that's being done um i i just think it, startups is probably where you're going to innovate faster maybe not better Uh, But I I, I think you just need to think it gave me a thought process outside, which is the whole reason why I've got an entrepreneurial mindset is because I think about these things outside the box. I don't just constrain myself by management speak and management books and how to take a business from 100 million to a trillion that's important but equally being able to innovate being able to create remarkable products is also exciting and interesting and important even for a corporate because sometimes the corporate needs to uh, disrupt itself to be truly remarkable um so um i even though this is probably aimed more at the sort of smaller size startups um I think it was incredibly important book that everyone should read about. Um, so, just to recap, the, the the last few things that he talks about, he says, "Don't be boring. Safe is risky." design rules now so things like the iphone for example and very good is very bad you've got to be remarkable so um i really enjoyed it i would advise it for anyone that wants to think a little bit differently um talks about sneezers and people that are passionate about their products but equally the customers that are passionate about the products as well um Ikea is is remarkable it's cheap but it doesn't feel cheap so all these different examples that he's given um are where companies have come and hit the market and been remarkable and either in some cases they've they've crashed and burned eventually but um a lot of it is important because to have that remarkable he almost says you need a team to make a remarkable purple cow and then a different type of team to be milking it so I think that's that's an interesting thing just to finish on with that. Advise it, go out there, read it, read it as quickly as you can, absorb it, think about it. How can your business be different by doing that? The second book that I want to talk about is Crushing It by Gary V. or Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, this guy is you, If you if you follow anything business sites, you must have seen him on twitter on facebook on linkedin on instagram on youtube the guy's everywhere everywhere he's really innovative really really top bloke um would really like to have a glass of wine with him he originated from um the wine industry with his father's business but um Entrepreneurial, uh, built big big businesses. His digital marketing company, and and what I liked about this was he broke down the different. <clears throat> type and the importance of each of the different mediums, so Facebook he talks a lot about Facebook and the quality is important there, he talks about your avatar, Um, he talks about building credibility, building passion, Uh, don't just be an expert Um, be passionate about your business, be authentic to yourself have speed but have patience think about the next big things look at websites about those next big things and learn from other people's mistakes and your most own mistakes so really, really important, um, to read, to get his viewpoint, um, on, on that. It made me think about this podcast, who I think my avatar is, who the perfect person is that uh, listens to these podcasts. Now, I might get it completely wrong, but I've got a general feeling now of what those people, who those people are. So he talks about, um, so he talks about Musical.ly, which is a really interesting uh, platform, a young platform where basically people lip sync uh, songs. Um, and it's just fun. It's lots of teenagers doing it. Um, he, he puts it in as a, it's just an early on the platform um, and uh, is, is, is going to get bigger, but we don't know if it's going to be massive. Um, he talks about Snapchat. Um, he says he actually says that this deserves a bit more attention it's a little bit underestimated um, it's it, it, it's not uh, where your mum is and dad are looking um, it's got devoted fans that use advertising um, and it says inspirational videos for snapchat um, not my favorite medium I must admit I'd find it very I, I'm not professional massively professional on this i I just my laptop and and a microphone i don't massively edit but i would say this feels snapchat feels for me a little bit too rough around the edges uh let's say um the other one he talks about is twitter so a pure social network you can get into conversations you can link with other people um you get lots of passionate people about twitter um He says you just need to invest a lot of time into Twitter. It's a slow burner, but you need to spend hours a day to be able to see it pay off. Um, And uh, he likes the retweet feature. Um, It's kind of like word of mouth. um, And uh, you can engage with anyone in theory. So I'd say, yeah, Twitter is one that I use a lot. I do a lot of these podcasts there. I do a lot of videos and I do a lot of retweeting and some inspirational quotes. I find it very, very helpful. I've got a loyal following now. I'm trying to build up by testing what people like and what people don't like. So, um, so that's really important to me and my strategy. Um, he talks about YouTube. He talks about YouTube being basically television for 20 to 49 year olds. You can make stars out of this content, uh, video blogging, documenting your day. Um, it's, there's a lot behind YouTube. Now you've got to get a lot of details in the notes. You've got to get accurate and and it's, it's, you've got to do it for your audience. Um, it is a bit like TV and it has replaced, I know people, friends and family who now log on to YouTube to watch some videos in the evening rather than actually logging on to um, Rams and Prime or Netflix. So um, I find that interesting. Um, you do need a certain element of editorial skills to be able to make the most out of YouTube. Um, I've used it as a portal to store my short two minute three minute um, video blogs uh, I don't think that's necessarily the right medium for it um, it's more for longer content um, so I think you need to just be a little bit strategic if you're going to do longer content and get that editing right because that's it's so important you can't just go on there and just talk you can but it it looks better uh, when it's looking a little bit more professional uh, Facebook. Uh, so there's two, nearly two billion users. You need a strategy. You need to work out what you want to release, whether it's pictures, music, videos, sharing culture. Um, it's, it's still relatively cheap on what you can for your bank for your buck. Um, it's going to be massive. There's, there's no doubt that Facebook is continuing to get bigger and bigger. They've had a few, uh, skirmishes with, with the governments and things, but I do think this is, this is powerful stuff. Um, I don't use it that much. Um, I'm, I'm not convinced that my stage, whether, uh, the stuff that I would release would actually Be relevant for Facebook, although I do see the massive, massive, massive scale that this has. Um, So, I would say definitely, definitely look into that. Um, Podcasts, uh, basically, it's a really useful medium, and um, there's, you can find uh, what you like, and it's audio, so you can go in the gym, you can travel, you can walk the dog, you can listen to podcasts, so definitely... Definitely a major, major, major uh, thing for people uh, and and should be more important and will get more important, I'm pretty sure, over time. And then he briefly talks about Alexa and how important. He's very obsessed by voice and Alexa and Google Home. And um, he sees this as the future. For me, I'm not. So we kind of use a little bit of work in, in a sort of demo. And it is great but I'm not convinced there is a business service that can be done. Are you really going to sit in an open plan office talking to Alexa? Probably not. I don't think. Um, and at home, um, I think there's got to be a killer app there's got to be an app that, that changes the game for Alexa and for Google Home um, I don't think we've got that yet it's very good for. I've got one it's very good for music and you can you hands free um, if you're cooking or you're a kid you can put some music on really really good for that um, and the speakers aren't actually that bad if you do pay a little bit more than the cheapest um, Alexa um, speakers aren't bad at all and especially now you've got like Sonos who are doing uh, their speakers which are at, at Alexa accessed as well so I'd say that's that's, that's incredibly important um, so it's a really interesting mix of him sort of saying do you know what you need to do you need to love what you do I think that's the, that's the core message from both of his books, crush Crushing it, or crush it, and crushing it, um, and they both talk about doing things that you love and putting things leave things on the on the table if you want if you want to do things with good money. So he always talks about that. Wouldn't it be better to be if you love baseball or basketball or cricket or rugby to write and be paid? Let's just make it up a hundred thousand pounds to write a blog for ESPN, Crick Info um on, on 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 the internet uh versus being a lawyer uh for one hundred and fifty thousand pounds and not enjoying yourself so it's a really interesting concept of of what is actually important and and he he uses digital medium for advertising for marketing to get to market quickly so that he's able to um, achieve uh, those things that he wants and he thinks is most done in the uh in the the digital arena right that's where I'm going to stop there my two favourite books I've read recently and I would definitely promote everyone else to to read them as well so check me out on twitter uh, markhaywood169 Please subscribe to my podcast. I would love you to uh, to subscribe or download. Uh, please give me a iTunes review. Um, love to give me an out of five and your thoughts and comments about what I've done and how uh, the good bits and the bad bits. Um, I'm really happy for feedback, if, even if it's not good. Um, these are things that can make me better. Uh, but equally, if you love it, then tell me that you love it. So uh, please put a review there. It means a lot in iTunes. Re- uh, status. So if you could do that, I would appreciate it. And one last thing, if you've enjoyed what you've heard today or previously then tell someone about it, tell your best mate, tell your, tell your, your brother, your sister, um, tell someone that, uh, that you've enjoyed it and uh, you advise them to listen to my podcasts, right? Check it out. Really appreciate your time. Uh, and, uh, have a good one. Thanks a lot